let's get started. Welcome to 2001 Anime Nights. Today we are going to have an interview style episode because the anime that we are going to talk about, I have no clue about. I have never seen it in my life. I only heard about it like right this morning when my co-host Mirdala told me that she would like to talk about it and it's, <laughs> it's really good. And I trust Mirdala a lot. In fact, more than 80% of my current anime consumption is through her recommendations. So, we shall listen to what she's got to say. All right. Thank you, Shubham. So, today, Shubham, I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorite animes ever. Okay. It's called Slayers. There are like five seasons of it. I think the first season came out in 1995. Okay, can you imagine? I was like five or six years old. And the latest one came in 2009. But the uh, seasons, the season four and five are not worth talking about. So I'll talk about season one, two and three. They're called Slayers, Slayers Next and Slayers Try. Don't ask me why they're called that. Okay, it's just... It is, it's it is an just artistic that. license. I mean, yeah, that's probably. not... <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll start by giving you a sort of introduction to the world and I'll talk a little bit on characters and then then we can start the interview. Cool. So the anime Slayers is a fantasy anime, a fantasy action anime because there's a lot of action. It is this all the fight all the time. With a lot of magic involved. So in this world of Slayers, there's a supreme being called Lord of Nightmares who is neither good nor evil, but she's like the ultimate supreme being who is... Uh, very presence on this world, if she ever comes down, will throw the world into utter chaos. Okay? And there is this book called Claire Bible, which is a book that uh, essentially talks about how to bring forth this chaos onto earth. Okay? This is the overarching sort of theme uh, where a lot of nightmares is there and there is a lot of chaos. And the world is split between uh, gods and oh, oh, Previously, okay, now of course there are humans now, but the demons have having have lost the major war and gods have taken sort of take won the war and hence there is peace all around, right? That is the setting and the demons are obviously not going to let it go. So they're constantly looking for ways to come back to power. Okay, And for the first season, the basic content, many, many, many centuries back, there was this god, okay, he's called Sephil. He killed... Uh, a demon called Shabra Ringudu. Okay, don't uh, the, the names are weird and it's hard to pronounce, but yeah, Shabra Ringudu. Okay, that's the we name just of the call movie. them Shabby for Shabby. Short. Okay, mm. <laughs> let's go with yeah. Shabby. Okay, so he, he destroys him in, in the process, he sort of breaks Shabra, Shabby into seven different pieces, and the pieces are sort of thrown all over the universe, and the demons. The way of reviving sh- uh, Shabby is to bring, if you if you bring all these pieces together, Shabby becomes whole again. Ta-da! Mm. Now that I have set context to the world, I will start talking about my favorite character ever, my favorite female protagonist, Lena Inverse. Lena Inverse is a typical shonen protagonist of the 90s, okay? So... Alright, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, shonen okay. So, yeah. Protagonist so, she has all the tropes... That is quintessentially describes Goku from Dragon Ball. So Goku, you know, sort of became like the benchmark of protagonist and protagonists in the 90s and early 2000s. Lena Inverse is a she's she's a glutton, she's overpowered, she has a questionable morals, 
she's funny you know she's all of the trope uh, and gladney sort of questionable models as as a fan i i object to that but the glutton part i understand right they are, they are overpowered and food powers them that and that's so cute in in yeah, certain yeah. way <laughs> yeah questionable model, models probably specific to uh, her you have other other goku sort of you know stamp on on protagonists like luffy from one piece naruto from you know natsu from fairy tale Mm. and all of that they all carry that that gluttony trope and some of the other similar tropes where they they you know persevere hard working and all of that uh, stuff anyway back to lena universe mm. quintessential 90s shonen protagonist right she is a magician she is probably the most famous magician uh, of that world currently she is on a quest she is basically quest to make money so she goes around from town to town trying to solve their problems problems could be robbers demons etc she tries, she kills them and gets uh, the bounty that is on their heads she the reason why i am saying she is questionable moral morality with lena inverse is largely because she is is overpowered right and she has no qualms about destroying the village in pursuit of the robbers and villains in the sense that she gets she's quick to anger and so she ends up using her most powerful weapon which is called the dragon slayer and she destroys the villages a village along with the robbers in lot of those incidents and that sort of also sort of the co- one of the comedic themes of the anime okay so that accidental collateral damage uh, at a very correct. large scale okay very large scale, exactly so the like villages ha huh, like dragon exactly like bash the stampede oh wonderful <laughs> so so uh, in the villagers while they want her to come and help they also are very wary of her they they want her to quickly leave also because they know her presence is equal to destruction Anyway, so along the way, she meets with a Gauri. Okay, Gauri is the is the second protagonist of the anime. He is sort of opposite of Lina. So as Lina is smart, uh, she is both brain and brawn. But uh, Gauri is only brawn. He's a ditz. He's a complete <laughs> ditz. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's very interesting. And they have a very good. And he is as a swordsman, and he has a power sword called the Sword of Light, which becomes an important part in the anime. so they both join forces they meet they join forces and they realize that they're heading towards in the same direction and they they go along the way they a lot of stuff happened they realize that there is a plot to revive uh, shabi okay by this uh, mage uh, and then they decide that they have to stop him because because everybody know if Sh- if shabi comes back then it, it just means destruction of the entire world right and along the way they also they also meet meet up with this another guy who is uh, basically his name is this zelgarissa like this they call him in the okay. anime he is a human turned into a column by this priest uh, rezo okay so he is after him also wants to kill him and he's also after the the book claire babel which i mentioned at the start because the, apparently claire babel has information on how to turn him back into human So at the start when they meet Zelgades he's sort of like an antagonist for Lina and Gauri because he's after Claire Babel Lina thinks he's a bad guy but his motivation is actually pure so they they all um, join together they join forces and by mid of the season they end up you know Shabra Shabby which is obviously uh, true which is obviously sort of stereotypical of any anime obviously they are But that's middle of the season so that's not the yeah. end game that's not the end game so it's it's a very interesting way they have set it up right by mid season they are done. by episode 10 or something they are done with with the first arc then the second arc some viewers should have like no spoiler alert for this no there's it's it's not a, it's a given oh, because I'll tell you why because the entire story right like i said at the start everybody basically want to create chaos in this world 
So it doesn't matter who is doing it, whether it's the demons or some mage who, who is also trying to do it. Everybody wants chaos because chaos means power for them. Mm. So the entire, the entire um, anime is a little tropey that way, right? It has a standard theme. It's, it's very predictable. You know Lena is going to win. You know Lena is going to... Mm. Um, you know, defeat the bad guy, and it, there is no surprise as to who is the villain, who is the bad person. All of that is like becomes very no obvious. twist, no okay, no major no, no twist, no major turns. No, <laughs> it's very direct, <laughs> right? That's, that's so yeah. yeah, it's a very typical nineties anime. So hmm. by mid season, they stop this guy, and then they start on the uh, their journey again, and then they meet another girl uh, called Amelia, who is a white mage. White mages are more of a uh, support support mages, unlike Lena type magician. So she also joins their quest, and then now here, without spoiling too much, the the stories of the second part is also very similar. They have to stop another villain trying to resurrect Shabby. Okay. Okay. And end of uh, season one, all is well. Okay. Mm. And then season two uh, again continues with the same protagonist, the same four people. Here the <laughs> the story still continues, but here you have a new villain. Uh, the new villain is a, is a, is a guy called Hellmaster Fibrizo. He is also trying to do the same thing, trying to bring down a lot of nightmares, create chaos, blah blah blah. And then she goes on a journey. And in this case, it takes the entire twenty six episodes to to stop Lord Fibrizo in the final couple of uh, episodes. So this is the same part. So they go on the journey. They identify that there is a, there is some uh, there's a villain that's trying to resurrect um, a lot of nightmares again. They try to figure out who it is. They're not sure. Eventually, they they figure out who, and then they try to stop. That's season two. Season three is somewhat similar. Only difference is that they leave this land and then they go to another land. Another they they, they sail across and then they go to another land. The dragons sort of you know enter into the scene. Dragons that were living millennia for millennia were, were sort of defeated in war against demons and they have taken refuge in this far off land. And then so you have introduction of dragons and and story again is somewhat similar. And right? makes so sense because her key weapon is dragon slayer or something like that. <laughs> Correct, dragon slave. Yeah. Ah. So yeah, so that, oh, that's the overall context, right? There's magic. There, there are uh, there is good. There is evil. Lena is obviously on the on the side of the good. She tries to defeat evil. So the, the plot wise, it's very straightforward. It is not like I said. There's not much of Christian turns. There's not a lot of logic also into it. It just it just goes. And and uh, they, they keep introducing these new new villains with every arc, and you be like, oh okay, this is this guy. Oh this is this uh, Hellmaster Fibrizo. Oh okay, and then you keep learning about the story also using these guys so it sort of tells you it, it tells you a little background of the of the original war that happened between gods and demons and you learn the story as you progress as you progress to so season one you learn about the world but season in season two you learn about the fight between gods and demons it gives a better picture of what has happened and in season three end of season two you you learn the truth about a lot of nightmares who she is what happens with her her weapon etc and then season three sort of continuing from there. Oh, okay, so you, you uh, get the backstory through these flashbacks as they're encountering, uh, as they're unc- encountering new people, uh, new villains. Uh, we understand more of the past, right? Uh, so they sort of piece together. It's, it's, you know, this, this series sounds really, you know, energetic and uh, you know, a lot of stuff happening in it. It uh, is, it is. So it, it's continuous action. There is not a moment, barring maybe one or two episodes which can be considered as fillers, the entire anime, like you said, is extremely energetic. It goes from the start. It just starts with Lena destroying a village. It's from there till the last episode. It's just continuous action, fight, fight, fight. 
with them that either it's a group fight all four of them fight against a larger villain or it's one on one fights against us, you know smaller villains it's constant fight in their quest to stop you know the 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 evil from sort of you know happening so it's really uh, that's energetic. really good to hear i mean fillers yeah, even at the dentist i don't like them so I mean, nobody <laughs> likes fillers <laughs> So, all right. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So it sounds like a really good a good shonen, right? It's you know it's like fast food, right? I mean, if you have to have a burger, you want a good one, right? No, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is good shonen in that sense that it is simple, it's straightforward, it it satisfies your basal needs of um, action, violence, mm-hmm. and all of that. And well executed um, from. Well executed. Yeah. There's no complication in the story that you have to spend time reading and researching and all. There's nothing like that. So it's very straightforward. Sure. Yeah, anybody can watch it. It's very accessible. But Nidra, I mean, uh, both you and me, uh, we have actually watched a, a number of shonen series which are well executed or at least hmm. shonen like. What re- resonated with you specific to this series and this story? Look, there's or to be honest, there's nothing unique about the story of Slayers, right? These tropes, like I said, are very common tropes. What is unique about Slayers is the protagonist. It is Elena Inverse. She carries the entire series. People, I mean, I watch it and rewatch it multiple times for Elena Inverse. If there was not, if the story was a main protagonist, it would be such a generic anime that nobody would watch. Mm-hmm. Because it's a female protagonist who, and this is, and it's still. you know the the industry has not progressed in a, the sense that you still don't get powerful female uh, characters right it's very rare and mm-hmm. lena inverse carries the entire show on her shoulders she is more powerful than all the other protagonists put together she is the one who's always rescuing the rest of them saving them and they all all the other protagonists gauri zelgardes amelia all of them sort of concede say sissy to her power they be like okay lena is the one who will fight the major villain we will fight the junior ones you know they, they are very clear so that you usually only see in in you know shonen with male protagonist right you don't often see that with female protagonist so yeah the reason why i recommend this and i insist on people going back and watching is is lena inverse as a character she like i said she's morally gray she's funny she's she has a lot of interesting traits and she's a, she's a full character by herself No, I'm very and, interested because, uh, like you said, uh, uh, female shonen protagonists are rare. But yeah. uh, because they are rare, when they do occur, they they are sort of special, right? So morally gray is not something that you see generally in a shonen uh, male protagonist, right? Or yeah. or the fact that you know they they, they sort of absorb people. I mean, even uh, male protagonists sort of absorb lesser heroes into their group to support. But that's the general thing, right? I, I'm pretty certain uh, from what it sounds like. it's a different dynamic than the usual male trope of expanding power through uh, you know defeating somebody in a noble battle and then making them part of your friend circle right uh, i'm assuming there will be a slight difference there am i correct in doing so or this still following that trope in slayers it's true in the sense of see in the entire entire series right like lena doesn't she is with these people are around lena not because lena is inspiring like that's what happens in usual shonen right like mm-hmm. the main protagonist will inspire everybody else to join forces because they like oh he is fighting for uh, justice or whatever none of these guys are with lena uh, because of that and they 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 make fun of lena all the time they laugh at her they they critique how greedy she is how she only do stuff for money they are all well well aware well aware of it so it's not a bond that is typical of a shonen um, anime 
Oh, so it's, it's a uh, okay. So it's an explicit uh, flawed hero, which you'll not get in a male. Correct. She she how to to describe her? She's a lovable jerk. <laughs> Absolutely lovable jerk. She will like essentially the character. She will hang you off a cliff, you know, and and uh, only like she will only rescue you if you pay her. Oh, that's she's literally that sounds amazing. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> like that. She will only do. She will only use her powers if if there is money involved. Even the reason why she is trying to defeat uh, Shabra Ringdu, Shabi here, hmm. is not because you know. I mean, of course, she does want to save the world, etc., etc. But her one of the other motive motives is to get a hand on the the like the sword that Gauri is carrying, the sword of light. She wants it. Oh, so she, so good. Yeah. This is like most shonen heroes are Luke Skywalker, and you know, Lena is Han Solo. <laughs> correct, correct. Right? She allows uh, uh, Gauri to accompany her. Because she wants a sword, and she's very open about it. She will constantly keep saying, "Gauri will be like my sword of light." Lena will be like, "No, it is my sword of light." You know, so it's like that. So Amelia in the story is a princess. In one scene where Amelia gets kidnapped, although Amelia is her friend, she she goes to the king and says, "Unless you give me money, I'm not going to rescue Amelia." You know, she so she she's she's very much a, a jerk, and but she's very lovable. Hmm, that sounds like a really good setup, you know, writing and dynamic. And and her her and she's like she's overpowered, right? So her her moves are so cool. Her uh, most prominent one is flame arrow, and then they shoot flame arrow, and then you can tell the difference. So all of the see all the magicians in this, mages in this anime have similar kind of similar powers. Everybody uses the same thing, okay? If if mm. Alina uses flame arrow, so will Amelia and Zelgadis, who are also other mages in the anime. So there's not but, much specialization or anything. Correct, yeah. but the power difference you can tell. Okay, okay, it's only a matter of okay firepower at level, Correct. so to speak. So Lena Inver's flame arrow is much stronger than Amelia and Zelgadis, and then oh. they have all the other. None of them can do dragon slay because dragon slay requires tremendous amount of which they don't have. But that's her sort of key. Lena Inver's key weapon. So, so they don't try to distinguish her. Like in in the sense, this is little tropey to you know your standard anime where everybody, if there is everybody uses this word, the male protagonist will. be extra powerful and in they use the same trope here but with magic all of them have the same resources all of them use the same power but she's just overpowered you know in the sense of all of her moves are much more overpowered than the rest of them god she's got a special talent which makes her the protagonist fair correct enough. and and they make it very clear at the start itself they make it clear the lena invels is probably the best mage in the universe of slayers mm-hmm. and she's 15 years old oh that's amazing yeah. <laughs> but which shonen protagonist isn't 15 years old correct so correct that, that is well. even even now with deku starts at 15 I and mean, he's so overpowered by the time he's 17 16 not too young that showing romance i mean adding you know attraction towards the opposite sex is cringy but not too old that you know the, the, the nakama is not the greatest thing in the world right yeah yeah 15 correct. is the perfect age i i, I get that all right yeah. so the, the, the All this sounds really, really cool. I mean, this, this sounds like a really cool anime, right? I mean, yeah, it's not going to intellectually expand your mind. It sounds like I, I wouldn't mind spending time exploring this anime and you know investing the time in trying this out. Uh, but yeah, I, but Nura, so you already mentioned a little bit of this, right? That uh, it's a little too tropey from what from what I gather. Anything mm-hmm. else that you didn't like, and you know, you can warn our viewers so that you know they, they can sort of turn a blind eye. Any parts of the anime that's that's not up to par as much as the rest of the stuff you have discussed right now hmm. so see if if you are viewing this anime that came out in 1995 from 2021 lens then it is a pretty dated anime 
right the story is straightforward there is no complexity in the story there's nothing and the art is also slightly dated right because obviously it's 1995 this typical 90s art darker backgrounds protagonists all of them look somewhat similar you know and they have those big typical anime eyes big eyes narrow face narrow chin you know all of those typical 90s anime features the animation is not spectacular if you view it from today's lens and the story also might get a little repetitive because it is the same story you know there's the demon resurrect him world will fall into chaos therefore other demons want to resurrect him every villain that the protagonist encounters has the same end goal right hmm. bring the world into chaos so that they can become powerful the way to bring them into chaos, bring the world into chaos shabby is one way a lot of nightmares the other way so yeah so that way the story is repetitive and the, the by season end of season 2 by the time you hit season 3 you, you know what's going to happen you can start predict every new character that's introduced how they're going to react what is their motivation all of that becomes very evident so there is no surprise but you'll continue watching because the character is so wonderful yeah. so yeah. it sounds like the story driven aspect withers a bit perhaps uh, after many I mean, two seasons still a lot of content but you know the the, the character, like you said you'll probably fall in love with the main character by then like you obviously are you even mentioned that <laughs> in yeah. the beginning and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i hope i hope to become one as well sounds sounds lena sounds quite uh, unique and wonderful Yeah, I mean this this anime will will go so fast. You won't even notice you finish twenty six episodes in a day. I see. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, so uh, this actually uh, uh, brings me to the next question that I had for you. So, what yeah. is the recommended watch style or order? Right. Sometimes you want to watch some episodes, or you know, Gintama is well known, right? They recommended at one point to skip certain episodes or some filler stuff, but eventually that was, of course, dismissed because of the way the series ended. Mm. Mm. So binge watching is how you would recommend watching this or is is it just a natural outcome if, if, or should you pace yourself out right for example there were other anime that i've watched that binge watching doesn't make sense because there's a lot to take in a lot to digest and uh, you you're better off uh, you know watching it one episode every few days how how, how is uh, slayer how how would you so, recommend watching yeah so slayer is binge watchable i i also recommend binge watching because like i said right it it is an anime that is from 1990s it is dated and if you leave it and come back to it i'm pretty sure you will forget that you've been watching slayers right so i would recommend watching season 1 at a go give yourself some time and then go back to then watch season 2 again similarly give yourself some time and then go to season 3 maybe like give like 2 3 weeks a month break between season 1 and season 2 it's not like you will forget anything because they never recap they tell you what it is uh they tell you what's happening so there's no sort of loss of information anywhere or you there's no there is no fear that you will forget what's happening nothing like that so it's it's a continuous uh, sort of you know yeah it, it's fairly easy to watch that's why so i would say watch season 1 pause for a month watch season 2 pause for a month watch season 3 the reason why i'm saying pause is that like i said repetitive storyline you might get very tired of the repetitive storyline got it so eat the slayer uh, all the slices have salad for the next few days and then eat season 2 pizza rather than pacing yourself and eating a slice of pizza every day or something like that correct does that make sense correct 100% 100% that's how i recommend watching one weekend you can finish season 1 hmm. <laughs> i would recommend this weekend for with you pizza should. or without pizza you can watch it with pizza also because and it will make you hungry because veena keeps eating all the time they keep eating all the time and they keep eating extraordinary amount of food 
Now that's the kind of insight we'd like to give to our viewers, right? <laughs> Anime that makes you feel hungry and you're not prepared. It, so this, this is great. This is, this is the quality content that I hope to, uh, to provide <laughs> to our listeners. So cool. Slayers, slay it on the, with the calories and, and yes. watch it in one weekend, a season a weekend, right? And, and, yes. and let's pace yourself on the weekend. Don't watch it the next weekend immediately. You know, give yourself some time. Or whatever, yeah, unless, whatever you, unless you love it and then you want to watch all three seasons. Of course, we're never point. going to stop somebody from binge watching, I don't yeah. know, all 16 seasons of whichever Shonen they like. I mean, Shonen is something you, you, you do, right? You do. You need not discuss it with others. It's your thing. You like it, you do it, right? You yeah. keep watching every day, spend some time on it. No issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't let anybody gatekeep you from good shonen, right? If you like Correct. it, do it. If you like it, you watch it. I still watch shonen, right? I right. just now caught up with Boku no Hero like a month back. I caught up with the manga also. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I I actually believed I have moved on from shonen. But, uh, you I don't really I'm... move on from shonen. Correct, I, I don't think you do. But the thing is, Correct. shonen is um, easily, uh, information about shonen is easily available in mainstream media. I mean, anime is not that mainstream, but within the anime universe. Yeah. So, which is why we may not discuss it as of non-1001 anime nights, yeah. but as a for, you know, like a slightly older, old but gold stuff like Slayer. Like Slayer. Uh, but yeah, Shonen is good. Shonen is necessary. Yeah, definitely Shonen. It's, it's a palate cleanser. Shonen you is bread, right? Stuff. Shonen is bread. Everything yeah, else do, needs Shonen. Like it's yeah. not days, not the, complete We do without. all the, we watch all the serious stuff, all the mind-bending uh, stuff, yeah. All of that, and then you need to come back a shonen where the protagonist is extremely optimistic and makes you feel good about the world again. I'm like, yes, okay, let's watch. Yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you need someone to yeah give you that. Uh, it's like a pep talk, right? In story yeah. format. It, definitely. Yeah. All's going to be good. It's it's going to end well. Yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. this was wonderful. I'm absolutely psyched about Slayer, and I think uh, yeah, I'll try and catch it from the usual channel. You okay, know, so it's a little difficult to get hold of. It but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure our viewers know what to do. All right. So 1001 Anime Nights recommends Slayers. Um, now that we have given you the order watching, please go watch it and give us uh, your feedback. Tell us if you liked it. You, you have all our uh, social media accounts listed on the website. Cool. Shubham? What what is the anime you are watching that you don't recommend? Let me up. So it's it's this guy. Guy is it means another world, right? And mm. there, there are plenty of there's this entire type of anime which basically takes the protagonist onto a parallel universe, video game universe, and and they sort of they'll be either overpowered there or something. And oh, I seem to have removed it from my watch list. Which I can't one? remember the name. Oh, you good. So that bad. Huh? You can't remember bad. the name also. <laughs> but, what? but this Why? isekai is getting a lot of momentum. Every second anime is an isekai. Hmm. And and the, the problem is a good isekai will give you some meaning to why they are, you know, sort of being being hurdled, hurdled at, at into another world. These don't even bother. It's like, yeah, it's an isekai. Now deal with it, right? I mean, I guess Shonen is similar. The, the hero is overpowered, talented, an alien, like in Goku's case. But deal with it, right? Yeah, okay. I agree. Oh, but an isekai which I enjoyed was Konosuba. Uh, it I was light-hearted fun. I mean, hmm. I, I won't highly recommend it, but if you chance upon it and you have spent some time on it, it didn't feel like a complete waste of time. And so... It uh, undid some of the tropes and it, it, it was cool. Okay. Uh, it's very popular, though, Konosuba. Konosuba is popular? Saying... Is it okay? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, be careful of isekais is what I'd 
recommend. Just, just you know, yeah. be very careful. Read the reviews. And make sure it has something different to offer than than just the the context, the change of context, and how a person uses lessons from the real world into another world and turns out overpowered, but they're actually a loser in the real world. That's all. Okay. I mean. Uh, come on, this is a flight of fans. In the podcast here, we've been, we've been going on and on and on for quite a while. Alright, thank you listeners. Come back for the next episode. Yes, keep writing to us. Let us know how you feel about our recommendation. Uh, if you have some recommendations, want us to check it out, uh, do let us know as well. We are, we are ourselves looking for new stuff to watch. And uh, take care, stay safe, and see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.